everybody, this is Learen, and you're watching CMS TV. Perfect. <laughs> And what is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Chris Aiken Presents. I am Chris Aiken, that guy right there, the traveling all-star of heavy metal and hard rock, Mr. Eric Ferentinos. Eric, how are you, sir? I'm doing well. Uh, speaking of, of names, you should use your full first name today, man. What is my full first name? You forgot. It's Christmas Aiken. Oh, is it Christmas? That's right. I thought it was Chris Kringle Aiken. <laughs> Christmas J Aiken. That's Christmas, right. <laughs> Christmas Jolly Aiken. Well, we are screaming toward Christmas, aren't we? Good Lord. We are. Uh, and we are intending to do a Chris Aiken Presents Christmas special. Yes. We're for looking our, at that. Us. So, because uh, but Chris did not bring the Christmas special today. It looks like he's got he's on life support here behind me. <laughs> you know what? With with every passing day that you keep sending me um, links of people that died. What'd you say? Eight people died suddenly last week. Well, yeah, I sent you one like a couple days ago, and I, you didn't answer on that one. I'm like, okay, maybe he's getting a little burnt out on me sending so many. Of these. No, not at all. I just, dude, I I have just not been feeling very well. To be perfectly no. blunt about it, I might die suddenly. Who knows? But I, I've been fighting this cold, and it's not to to put everybody at ease. It's not fucking COVID. I'm not gonna die, even if it was COVID. I'm not gonna die, you know. But it it really is just a cold, and it's just been wearing me out, man. Just kind of, you know. And and a lot of it is I can't ever really get any sleep. I I don't sleep well in the first place. Then feeling sick, I really don't sleep well. Mm -hmm. Then on top of that, every other minute I'm in front of a fucking camera, whether it's doing this show or Seth or CMS or whatever. It's I I, I just haven't been able to take a couple of days and just beat this thing. So I've it, it's gotten progressively worse. You could hear my throat is just totally dog shit today, but. Christmas Aiken is ready for his Christmas vacation. Yes, I really am, and I need the Chevy kind, or not the Chevy kind, but rather <laughs> right. I need the the Clark Griswold. I, yes, I do not want the Clark Griswold vacation at all. I want the, I want you know what I want for Christmas. Quite honestly, I want my phone not to ring. That's what I want for Christmas. Christmas Day, no one call me. You can send me a text, but nobody call, please. I mean, you're allowed to even put a special message to people that day when they come in, if you took the time ahead of time, which yeah. says, hey, everybody, Merry Christmas, but I, this is my vacay. I will talk to you when I return. I, I need to. I need to, man. But we're not here to complain about my bullshit. We are here to talk. We got some cool things coming up. Um, in a little while, we're going to talk to a, a guy named Alex Landenberg, who... Some of you progressive metal people, and some of you metal people will know, he's uh, he's the current drummer of the band Camelot, prog metal band that, you know, one of the bigger prog metal bands in the world. He's also um, the drummer of uh, Mekong Delta, for all you old school heads out there that remember that band. He's the drummer of that band as well. But he's not coming on today to talk about music, really. He's coming on to talk about, and Eric, you, you might have some thoughts on this as a, as an artist 
he's he's working on and he's got investors and it's getting ready to launch in Europe in January and then come to the states here I'm not sure when but it's it's a it's a app called Rock R O K K it's rock-app.com the design of it is it's designed for metal fans it's all rock and metal that's going to be on it no you're not going to get beat up by rap or Adele or any of that shit it's a streaming thing like a Spotify but only for rock and metal with the intention of putting more money per play in you the artist's pocket you know more with with and he'll Go have on. to explain he'll have to explain it but there's like every artist that signs up I think gets their own personal link and they get a percentage of the subscription money and you know if if their fans sign up through their through their link and you know it, it's it's got a lot to it it's he'll explain a lot more of it but what intrigued me about it when i first heard about it was that they're giving money to the artists which you know it's not it's it's a weird thing to talk about because and you you can expand on this further than i can for me to say spotify doesn't pay you guys dick fair enough so so man i mean the the thing is when when we're talking about the fans it's really not their problem to try and figure out which platform will get you guys paid you know i mean to the fans they don't give a shit if they're using spotify or apple or youtube or whatever they just want to hear the songs you know and but for you as an artist wouldn't it make sense if there was a platform out there that was better set up to help you guys actually capitalize on their fandom for what you do well in theory that does sound appealing to me you know um what i'll have to see i'll have to hear more about this today i mean you 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 have my ear i'm like (laughs) go on um you know as far as uh collecting there you know i've had a couple platforms uh collecting for me from these sure. things you know and it's very minimal to be sure you know mm-hmm. from, as far as what i've seen um with the piercy catalog but um that could all change i'm hearing i'm hearing good things on that front too which i'll, I'll reveal in, uh, in the upcoming uh months as far as the back catalog is he okay takes control over that and um i I believe distribution through a a a big name nice i'm excited about yeah um and then of course uh starving artists you know do diligently working behind the scenes right now to (laughs) i'm 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 waiting to see what that difference is which hopefully will be will, will be significant now if you're telling me that there's another platform that could take this my my income to a whole nother level Sure, I'm listening, buddy. Because the Beach Mansion West, <laughs> I get, I get you there, man. Well, and and my point is always is I mean it's one of the reasons that Johnny and I started Starving Artists. Let forget rock for a minute. Just what Johnny and I started was because Johnny realized that he wasn't getting paid as an artist that goes out and tours the world and you know knows that he's getting you know tens of thousands of millions of streams. He was doing the same thing you're doing, shaking his head going, wait a minute, everybody and their brother tells me they like this album, yet I ain't seeing dick from it. What is that about? You know? (laughs) So, 
Well, dude, it's exciting. We'll have Alex on in a few minutes here, and I know you got to cut out here in a little bit to go and uh, take your lady to work, as you are now the um, driver of Miss Daisy, so to speak. Taking care of Susan every day, taking care of Susan. Driving all the way. (laughs) Workout. Nice. Uh, Yeah, it's, it's, you know, at least we got it kind of down now with the... um, transport chair and you know she flops in there and right crutches, we make our way and i gotta do a wheelie over the hump to get down the hallway <laughs> and you know the elevator okay let's get in the car and the crutches it's like uh i mean i'd imagine yeah it's like you know when somebody has an expecting mother or something right. wife wife and you, you go through the motions of you know helping them and the everyday ways so you know marriages and, and couples you know they know yeah everybody gets it everybody certainly gets it man well dude let's talk about your weekend real quick um you know you guys obviously you were you're out on my coast i guess you were over on this side right over in tennessee or something correct mundo chris uh we played in tennessee and then we made our way to uh harrisburg ohio okay does that sound right the blue note have you heard of that place i have heard of that place I don't know um, where it is, but I, I've heard of it. It's in Harrisburg. Okay. Uh, but apparently we got out just in time. There was a pretty bad uh, storm that came through. I'm hearing that six people, unfortunately, didn't make it through that storm. Wow. That must uh, have been. Yeah. So we got out of Dodge just in time. No, no kidding. I mean, I didn't see that. I We did get some snow here. I mean, I'm way north, but we got, we right. got I mean, enough that the ground was covered of snow. So. I was wondering about that because I'm like, man, we're in Ohio. It's a middle of december and it's really not that cold or it wasn't snowing or anything nah, it's el nino-y type type shit here dude it's, it's been like 50s it's been really i mean we've had snow we've had we've had this weird weather where it's like 30 20 15 degrees and then all of a sudden it's 50 55 60 it's right. it's no wonder i'm sick don't know don't know what's there's, going on from day to day. There's a ton of stuff going on. I mean, we our our group has gotten sick a couple times because we obviously we travel all the time, sure. and airplanes and all this crap. So we're definitely on the front lines of that and the meet and greets. We so we go to these towns. You know, some of these people had tickets and maybe they're not feeling that great, but they don't want to miss the show or right. they're just getting over it and they think they're good enough to go. Either way, or they're about to get it and they don't realize it. That's when sometimes people are the most. Uh, able to transmit that is actually right in the in that first day of getting sick when you're hey am i getting sick that's when i guess it's the most virulent sure Uh, but we deal with that you know um i at this time of year i wear my like leather gloves when i have to like meet anybody or say hi i kind of have those right me a little little help but anyway back back to us uh getting over stuff everybody's been sick um and keeps getting it i don't know if it's different stuff uh one interesting thing uh, when we had <clears throat> susan's son out here he's he's in the army reserve and they had given him a flu shot that just full-blown gave him the flu mm-hmm. and this was like he got the shot like two days or something before he was i was flying him out here so he was kind of started to not feel so well got out here was was sick and he's a you know a young healthy kid that so it didn't take sure. him long to get over it but you know his mom was has a broken knee and of course she her immune system's compromised just based on that you right know what i mean so all of a sudden she's sick 
I'm taking care of both of them. And then I get, I got it, whatever it was. And it probably, it could have been the flu, COVID, I don't know. But it's just interesting when you think, you know, here, all the military that we have, those shots that they give them, they, they in turn give them the virus. They give it to their family. They go out in the public there and it's just, and then you kind of, when you really like look into it, most of the stuff that, that, that's a problem has come off a base going back in, in American history. So I'm always skeptical and I, you know, keep my eyes out to stuff. But I, I can tell you the people that um, didn't uh, get the boop boop seem to be faring a lot better than the ones that, that did as far as uh, how recovery time and, you know, how often they're actually getting uh, ill. And yeah. so, forth. so we, we made a good move there and, you know, just keep continue to urge people to stay away from any of this kind of stuff, really. Yeah. Well, and, and I keep seeing the commercials. Ah, it's that time. Got to go get those boosters. Yeah, Travis Kelsey it, says get two for one from Pfizer. Fuck off. Right, right. I, but now they're starting to say what can happen. Yeah, on there, which it's the list is pretty significant. Just like any big pharma thing that that's out there, drug wise, mm-hmm. whatever you hear these horrifying things. But they weren't telling anybody those horrifying things before. So now that they're hearing yeah. that, they're like, and they've already gotten this by now, so they know it's not mm-hmm. going to take them out. Like if it was going to, if it was enough to to kill you, it would probably would already had. Yeah. So everybody here is not going to go down that hard from it. But yeah. if your immune system's compromised, then it will. It's still scary as fuck when when you see pictures and they're pulling out fucking blood clots that look like ropes. You well, know, most people like, haven't seen that though. You have to. Yeah, understand. I know. Well, that's I know that's because YouTube are a bunch of faggots that won't that won't <laughs> let you have free speech. Hi, well, YouTube. It's really, it's really the money was taken by everybody. They paid yeah. off all the important, uh, the, the media mostly, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It was the, don't report on this. Here's your paycheck. Right. And that's the end of that. And that's pretty much what everybody from the media all mm-hmm. the way down to the doctors all did. They took the money and they yeah, and shut allowed up. people to be killed. Yeah. So. Yeah. They, they sold it out for cash. That's for sure. Not, not, well, uh, Chris Aiken though. Not the no? Chris Aiken show. We were pretty upfront about that. We didn't care. we lost we 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 were banned over stuff like that yeah yeah we definitely have have had our issues with (laughs) with the youtube but we ain't we're not compromising to it we're just not doing it but but i don't want to turn in i don't want to turn this into that right yet because i actually have some conspiracy stuff i want to talk to you about okay when you get back i do want to talk about before you go and take susan tell me about the shows because and, and i have a specific reason that i'm asking I saw a post, I don't know if it was this morning or last night, because I really haven't slept, so I'm not sure when the timing was, but it was a picture of Steven with his rat jacket on, and he was just saying how excited he is about playing these Out of the Cellar songs. And I just got the vibe that he, and I mean, I don't know if you even saw this post, but he was like, the band sounds great, this has been so much fun, it's it's great being out here doing the... OOTC songs and and I was like damn Steven's like really into this I was like he I wanted to ask you is. how that's going yeah no it, it couldn't be going uh better really I think it's just kind of revitalized us a little bit because the, the set list was getting pretty stale over the years just from having sure. a couple musician changes going we didn't really have time to 
we, we're not a rehearsing band so it's it's a little complex to to certainly start adding some of these tracks in and um since he announced that we're going to be doing the out of the cellar in its entirety at, at some select uh you know places the whiskey being the, the first place that we're sure. going to do the whole album uh in order and that's um that's uh, december 29th right uh, at the whiskey at go go so get your tickets for that so uh, in our rehearsals are these shows that are that are leading up to that right. so every show we've like added in a kind of another track off out of the cellar we just kind of go for it we like try to run it one time at, at uh, sound check to make sure we're not going to totally train wreck it right you know, we're just going up there and doing it but then some of those songs are in there so like by this weekend at least you know four of the ones we've added we've done now for a few for five or six shows so steve okay. is getting it's he's kind of like benjamin buttons he's like all of a sudden his old voice is coming back on these right it's, it's very cool to see like he's he, it's it's a reflex i think you know that that very pivotal uh point in his life and you know the early 80s there when he was a, a young man 25 or whatever sure out there torn his butt off playing these songs that's in his soul and his those those early songs you sure. know what i mean so it just i think it connects something in his brain when we're doing this and he's like snapping back into that voice which is amazing and he's, he's snapping back into the moves uh despite you know I know he has his shoulder bothers him. He's he's got a it's like a out of the socket kind of situation from rocking out. New album out of the socket. Out of the. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell him that. That's kind of funny. <laughs> that would make him laugh. Um, but uh, yeah, he's like got his old moves back, and he's like it's like he's getting younger in front of my eyes. You know what I mean? It's weird. And uh, so we're playing these songs. The crowd loves it. They love hearing the out of the cellar record. And, sure. Uh, we, we only have one scene of the crimes, the the last song on there, and that's that's the one we'll we'll play for the first time at the whiskey. But all yeah. these other ones, they they lost their minds over it. Like these, especially like the last two nights, it's like culminated into this like excitement now, and people are really having a great time and uh, giving us a great response. Uh, I even hey, should tell you I I met a couple Chris Aiken presents people at the last. Very cool. Ohio show now that might have something to do with the obviously the classic metal shows big in these parts and you've been sure. working this that zone for a long time and there's kind of a tri-state area there you know with like Kentucky Tennessee Ohio sure. it's all drivable you know and mm -hmm. so I think that's definitely a demographic for the show for the classic metal show for Chris Aiken presents yeah Those well that's awesome that's awesome that people are are coming out there's there's bunches of them i don't give a shit what these statistical numbers are i know for a fact this show is the the amount of messages that i get just people on facebook or emails or whatever or comments or whatever is almost the same as that i get with cms so i know there's a lot of people that are listening to chris aiken presents and everybody loves it they love you they fucking don't love me they love you you're the you're the star here <laughs> i find that hard to believe because you're the you're the one with like two brain cells to rub together i only have one so somebody's got to drive the ship and it's you yeah but the driver's not always the popular one opie and anthony opie drove the ship but he was not the popular one I, i'm the court jester in your kingdom which is weird because on every other show that I do, I am the jester. I'm the comical one. I, I don't know. I think it just works. But 
you know, I, I I did catch some video of you you and Steven just fucking roaring on She Wants Money. And I was like, damn, that that's a lot of energy from you guys. Not that you guys were ever not energetic, but man, you guys were just fucking thrashing. I was like, yes. It's their their fun songs. That first album was really a masterpiece in a lot of ways. Yeah. Uh especially for the time. You know, I can see why four million people bought it because it, mm-hmm. it, it, it kicks ass. It's just a it's a great, you know, hard rock record. It's it's consistent. Warren's leads on it are phenomenal. And uh Johnny, I mean, we we've never played these songs. You know, for me to play those leads would probably take a couple of months. Sure. Of of serious hours a day work to get up to to play it as good as the record where that's kind of his wheelhouse you know where he was learning those leads back 35 years ago in in git school you know right he was so that's you know he he knew he's known those some of those songs and the solos for a really long time and he's just doing a great job of it so it's cool that the people aren't missing out on on that aspect of it you know Mm-hmm. I mean, we have a dual. It's we we're both lead guitar players, but I they do love that. I think the people love, they love the trade off solos. They love the double solos, and uh, it's cool to see Johnny uh, get a chance to show what he's really capable of, which is some of it's some pretty phenomenal uh, guitar work. And then I, you know, I I still feel a part of it. I think people like my style too. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm more, maybe not uh, quite as as fast in all my playing, and, and the rat solos I do play are Warren's more melodic ones. Right. Uh, and then I'll continue to do you know the Robin solos on the more complex rat songs. But obviously he'll he'll probably take over if it's something pretty <laughs> over the top. Right. Probably. I got. To, I'm, I'm. I'm a busy guy myself. You know what I mean. Just in my personal life and everything, sure. I don't always have those that that those hours to uh, put into that. But but here we are, giving the people what they want. The out of the cellar yeah. record. It couldn't be going better. And we are so excited about uh, doing this Hollywood show. I can't tell you. And I'm just stoked to see Steven happy because usually that's the culprit when some of these bands aren't putting on good performances it's just the mm-hmm. singer doesn't care anymore and he's just like fuck you pay me yeah uh, you know and to see you know steven you know doing these shows like he's 25 again is amazing so yeah no it's great i mean just from watching the videos and 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 like i said just even the posts i mean you can tell steven's into it now not Big that it, not that i mean have there ever been issues yeah, of course. I mean, we've highlighted a few of them on the CMS. That's how you came to find us, I think. Was right. me and Neely, you hated us for for calling out Steven at at some point, but it's great. It's great to see him a healthy. I love the fact that he's he seems like he's healthy, and I love the fact that he's given, you know, he's given the fans kind of what what they've been asking for for a while, which is to hear that the the all-time classic stuff the the classic classic album you know and that is that is rat i mean i remember being a 14 year old kid buying you know um out of the cellar, of the cellar. Yeah. i remember dude and i just remember laughing my ass off at that video with milton burl and you know and just him steven crawling around on the fucking food table and stuff warren crashing down or yeah off the ceiling onto the tables yeah it was was great iconic scene it was a great it was a great great time and man rat 
I didn't know dick about rat going into MTV. Quite honestly, MTV sold me on rat, but man, they came from out of nowhere and became one of my favorite bands. They came from out of the cellar, Chris. They did. Well, they, they certainly did, but they're still, they're still on the main floor for me. I still love them, man. I'm a, the album, the songs, I, I mean, I don't know. They, obviously they hold up to the, to the people that were around then sure when they hear it now they're like yeah this sounds and especially live like it really those songs work live as yeah a band, they do as a rock band mm -hmm. you know there's well, it's yeah. i i think a big piece of it too is it's when they were still kind of raw they were they were somewhat slicker than the ep that i heard after the fact i mean the ep is raw but mm -hmm. the out of the cellar still had a lot of teeth to it and I'm not saying that the other records didn't, but the other records after, you know, Invasion of Your Privacy and, and you know, Detonator and all those were a lot more produced. And they were, they, they smoothed the edges off a little bit to make them maybe a little more radio friendly or I don't know why. I, I don't know if that was even the band or the producers or whatever. I'm just saying that Out of the Cellar was slick enough for radio but still raw enough that I, I mean, I remember, crowd, the heavy metal yeah. crowd still accepted it. And I remember seeing rat a bunch of times, dude, one time <laughs> I'll tell this last story. And I know, I know you got to jump out, but, um, I went, I was in, um, where was I at? I was at Fort Jackson, South Carolina. And I had to sneak out to, you know, we, we were in a lockdown. I was in my AIT advanced training and you weren't allowed to just come and go. You literally had to have a reason and a pass and all this other bullshit, right? I snuck out to go see Rat. It was Rat and Cheap Trick. And um, I snuck out. All I had was my uniform stuff. So I went into a Goodwill and I bought a shirt that was horrible, a pair of shorts that looked like they were from a basketball player in 1974. <laughs> A pair of red um, chucks. They were red. A pair of red chucks, and um, and I put all that stuff on, and I put my other stuff in a bag next to a tree that was near the venue because I didn't even have a hotel room, and I just hid my clothes, my actual uniform clothes, next to a tree next to the venue, and went to the show dressed like this atrocity. You know, but I went just to see Rat. That was 1980. Were the clothes there when you came back? Yeah, the clothes were there when I came back. You know, it was, it was kind of sheer luck. But, but I did. I snuck out to go see Rat. That's how big of a fan I was. That's awesome, man. You know, that's so. The, so the thrift store was it? Did you? Ha those were the only clothes that were the size that you needed, or? Yeah, it, I think it was money. I think I don't think it was the size that the. I knew I needed like $12 for a ticket and I, and I had, you know, back to, I mean, in the military, you make no fucking money. So I had like $30 and I knew I needed to keep 12. So I had $18 to buy a shirt, shorts, and shoes. You know? <laughs> yeah. And I did. And I went to this show dressed like a fucking ass clown, but, um, 
but I but I went and I saw rat and they kicked that and it, it was one of the best rat I I've seen rat probably fifteen where, times. Where was the where was the show at? Where was the concert? I don't remember the name of the venue, but it was in South Carolina, um, oh, and it okay. was big. And like I said, it was them and Cheap Trick. It was a big venue. It was probably fifteen thousand people at the venue. It's when Rat was a was a headliner band, and what I remember most was that their stage and this might tell you exactly when it was their stage was like a mirror it was like mirrored risers and stuff around the around the drums and in front of the the cabinets and stuff it was cool and every time the lights would hit this shit mm -hmm. i mean it was just blasting light everywhere because it was reflecting off of the stage it yeah. was a it was cool i one thing i do remember is i was not drunk because again i had no money so you know it was one of the few few shows of that era that i went to completely sober but great time man and that's that's dude i'll tell you one more quick rat story since 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 i'm telling rat stories here today i got you want to talk about causing a problem i blew off my homecoming for a rat show wow I, I was I was and I and I had a girlfriend boy was she not happy you know it's homecoming you know blah 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 we're, and she wasn't ready. a fan of rat she was she was into like romantics and Corey Hart oh, and all yeah. that kind of stuff which was popular at the time That's and I listened, even said he was going up it's funny I, I won't derail you too hard here, no, but fine. he was saying he was just talking about this weekend he's like you know back then we were going up against the skinny tie bands yeah you know that no he was he absolutely was and but i remember when the tour got announced it was i think it was dio rat and bon jovi mm -hmm. at at the richfield coliseum and i wanted to see rat i, I wanted to, i liked dio but i wanted to see rat this was before i had ever seen rat and i just bought tickets i you know the tickets were like 10 bucks or whatever so I bought two tickets and I just remember I went to my girlfriend at the time and I said, I said, Hey, I got two tickets to go see rat on, on fucking whatever day. And she's like, that's homecoming. I was like, no, it's not. It's rat. <laughs> <laughs> two tickets to rat tonight. That was it too. Two tickets. Uh, yeah. yeah. Needless to say that, that kind of ended things pretty quick when she saw that I was serious and that I was not going to go to homecoming so that I could go see rat. She was kind of done with Chris. It's <laughs> uh, probably for the best. Oh, it was, but whatever that was, that was then as a different time, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited, dude. I hope, and I, I don't know what you can share. You can't share, but are the odds good? that me and everybody else that's watching this will be able to see out of the cellar in 2024. Uh, yeah. You know, the songs are just jiving so good in the set. And, and like I was saying, it just, it changed the dynamic of the set where there's, there's not these boring low points that I was feeling anymore. Okay. You know, it's like we, I mean, songs like, you know, you think you're tough or are cool and everything, but I don't know. They're, they could be, in my opinion, after playing them all these years, it could get a little monotonous sometimes. Mm -hmm. and they've seen us play that song sure. forever. You know, they haven't seen these other ones in years. Yeah. You know, so there's like a freshness to it, even though it's this is their first record and how old it is. The songs are just, it's just a live 1984 rock concert. Right. That's what that album is. And, and it's like, it's the perfect set 
as a standalone record. Right on. And then we're just adding in the the ugly three, you know, which because we got those are the heaviest songs there are, you know, yeah. the, uh, you're in love and and lay it down and and lack of communication. Of course, uh, that's on yeah. the first record, but. Yeah. I guess we would just do those two. It would be the ugly two that night. Right. <laughs> but, but it's like, dude, it sounds great, man. I can't wait to. I can't wait till it comes a little closer to me, so I can definitely check it out and see it. And I hope everybody, wherever they're, especially in what two weeks or three weeks, whatever it is, um, for the, the whiskey, pe- the California people, go to the go to the whiskey, make a plan, go see it. Like we said last week, it might be the last time you never see anything at the whiskey. So. Yeah. That's a very, very, very special night, um, and I know uh, Stephen has has special guests that might blow your mind. That nice, show up. You're like, what? How's that even possible? So uh, definitely, I would fly out if if you were ever thinking about coming to check Hollywood out. Do it, do it uh, for this show. Right on, man. All right, dude. I know you got to go take your girl to to work. So. Um... Why don't you go do that? And while you go do that, I've got Alex sitting in the green room waiting for me here. Alex Landenberg, he's the drummer of Camelot. Um, and we will be talking to him about his new app that is going to be coming to the world in January and hopefully to the United States at some point here soon after. It's a hard rock heavy metal app called Rock, R-O-K-K. It's R-O-K-K-app.com if you want to check it out. And we'll find out all about it and how it helps musicians and more next, right here on Chris Aiken Presents. What's going on, everybody? It's Chris Aiken from Chris Aiken Presents and Seth Williams Show and the Classic Metal Show. Speaking of classic metal, I know this just looks like a big old black binder. It's not. This is my book, uh, Metallica, Cause and Effect Metallica. It is... um, It's all black because it makes it look mysterious. But what it really is, is... uh, a book about the the Black Album. It's a little book that I wrote uh, talking about my um, experiences with the Black Album as well as some of the band experiences. It's a fun read. It's a quick read. It's cheap. So it's available now over at chrisaken.net as well as on Amazon. So pick it up. Uh, cause and effect, Metallica. Worth your time if you like Metallica. So check it out. See ya. <laughs> 